1: Live and welcome to episode 344 of the Michigan Sports Truth post game edition. i TalkShoe. talk <coughs> I'm Taylor Phillips. Follow me on Twitter at dt2phillips. Like and share the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page and join its Facebook group. Louis Tenor alongside me, my national sports reporter. Louis, how are we doing tonight?
2: Oh, we're doing good.
1: Uh, you didn't. You didn't see. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm not. I wasn't assuming that you saw the wild and wings on n b c s n but um but uh mm. may I ask, did you
2: no i I didn't get a chance,
1: but no, I was keeping
2: the, track of the score,
1: yep uh-huh, on your cell yep yes uh, uh-huh. I was
2: keeping track of time and everything
1: <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah, that's true, yes. that's true, yep but uh i I watched the game right here at home. Right here in my uh, basement apartment studio, podcast ah. studio. Well,
2: I'm in a hotel room, and we don't have, and we don't yep. have access to the channel on in the hotel room.
1: Oh, that's that, that, yeah, that, that's, that's awful. I know, uh, but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, no scoring in the first period through twenty, as the Wings open up their regular season at the new Little Caesars Arena against the Minnesota Wild tonight.
3: And then Anthony Matha scored the game's first ever goal at Little Caesars Arena from Mark T- Furk and Mike Green. That made it one nothing Detroit. And pay no, And by the way, pay no attention to that 9 1 route by the
1: Blackhawks of the Pittsburgh Penguins at at um, United Center, by the way. Oh, my God. 9 18 to go, third period. 9 1 Blackhawks leading the Penguins. Forget it. The, the, the Blackhawks are leading the Penguins 9 1. They led 8 1 after 2. Hmm. Uh, and back, back to the Wild Wings game. Firkin Green on Mantha's goal at 14-40. Dylan Larkin deflected one from Mike Green from the point. Anthony Mantha also picked up an assist on the power play. Both both the first two Red Wing goals were on the power play, like I, like I said earlier to myself. Second one being at 15-03. That's 23 seconds apart. And the Wings would lead 2-0 after 40 pl- 40 minutes of play.
3: Joel Erickson Eck put the Wild on the board with exactly two minutes gone by in the third period. Two one-wings. Chris Stewart and Nick Feligno Marcus Feligno, rather, would get the assist. And then Chris Stewart would add a goal to his assist, tying
1: the game at two, at 248 into the third from
3: Kyle Quincy, a former Red Wing, and Tyler Ennis. And it was was still early in the third period. Henrik Zetterberg put the Red Wings back in the lead
1: on a centering feed. Mike Green and Tomas Tatar at 7.07 into the third period, Mike Green would get his third assist of the night. That would be all for him. And then Marty Firk would add a goal on a rocket slap shot. Anthony Mantha passed through the slot. Mike Green getting
3: four assists, actually. My mistake. I I didn't see that coming. That goal came in at ten thirty-nine to the third. Mantha with a goal and two assists.
1: Mike Green with four assists. Oh my god. Green's hitting the assist
3: jackpot tonight, folks. <laughs> so the Red Wings played in a new arena of their own. And they won.
1: That's all I know. It's only the first game of the season. We'll see what happens down the road
3: in the rest of the 81 games published on their schedule. They are at Ottawa, at Ottawa
1: Center, Canadian Tire Center against the Senators. Saturday at 7
3: p.m. on FSD.
1: The so the offense was
3: mostly Anthony
1: Mantha, Dylan Larkin, and uh, Mike Green. Actually, a little bit of Dylan Larkin. He only got one goal, and of course, Ant, uh,
3: Marty Furk. man. Marty Ferk finishes with a goal and an assist. Red Wings get two points on their first
1: in their first game of the season and at Little Caesars Arena. Hmm. Okay then. Just in the Yankees shut out the the Indians shut out the Yankees four nothing in the game one on the ALD as a progressive field. Uh,
3: yeah. I know how you feel. Sorry about that. Well,
2: well one game does not a series make.
3: Right. But you can't count out the Indians. They're they're a hungry team.
2: I know, but at the same token, when a team does get hot, even regardless what time of year, that eventually that they are going to run out of gas. And usually, because mm, I have a I have a couple of examples. Two thousand one, the Seattle Mariners won a hundred and fourteen regular season games, and naturally everybody thought they were a in to go to the World Series and win it. But they did not. They um, they lost, and uh, they lost to the Yankees in the first round. Two thousand two, Oakland was on a massive twenty game winning streak, and they were hot. And everybody thought they were going to win, and they lost in the first round. And the Anaheim Angels went not win that year. I think they're the only American League team to win from the wild card. So in the postseason, strange things do happen.
1: Uh-huh.
2: There's my two cents.
1: Yep. Jimmy Howard, back to the Red Wings game, made thirty-seven saves. He um, was it was spectacular. Gave up two goals, but other other than that, he was he was pretty good. Made a tremendous glove save in, with a few minutes left in the third period. A very awesome glove
3: save Just to bail out the defense. We'll see who the starting goaltender is in Game Two at Ottawa.
1: Another topic to discuss in terms of the Red Wings: former Red Wings forward Yuri Hudler is accused of threatening a flight attendant while demanding cocaine. Oh boy!
3: Yeah,
1: that was on his way from New York to Prague, Czech Republic, according to a Czech
3: news, a Czech Republic newspaper report. According to the report, Huddler wanted cocaine, but told the flight attendant he wanted the cocaine, and she told him
1: that, that was illegal, and it was. Huddler allegedly threatened the woman and told her he would have, he would have his friends kill her when they arrived in Prague. Dury Huddler is turning into a maniac. Oh, yeah. Yeah, moreover, moreover, the flight staff accused Fuller of doing cocaine in the airplane bathroom and said he tried to urinate on a food cart. <laughs> oh, my God. There's, been a,
3: oh, lot, there's been a
2: lot of talk about with uh, players uh, doing a, you know, first it happened with, uh, you know, uh, Odell Beckham with the Giants, and now this. It's an epidemic oh. lately.
0: Oh, man. In the
1: hockey world. Are you kidding me? Imagine a hockey player demanding cocaine, following suit from, from all that. Man, Ugh. Hoodler does not have an NHL contract right now. He was a regular for the Red Wings between 2005 and 205 and 2012. He was part of Detroit's 2008 Stanley Cup championship and the return to the final in 29 before they lost game seven of the cup final to the Pittsburgh Penguins at home at what once was Joe Lewis Arena. And that that was a devastating blow to the entire franchise. That's number one. Number two, Ken Holland refused to to take day day to day operation and to, and become the president and let Steve Eiserman become the GM. Ken Holland Decided to stay as GM, and Steve Eiserman was having none of that. He decided to be the GM of the Lightning instead. That was a few years ago. That was a Eiserman at that point was the vice president of hockey operations for the Red Wings. But so back to the story: in April, Footler suffered a lower body injury,
3: which ended his season prematurely. and then here he is at the Red Wings Stanley Cup rally in 2008 only 29 seconds <laughs>
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. yeah, he's a party animal. Also, still, still loves to keep an upbeat tempo, at least, but with cocaine, finding some desperate way to keep an upbeat, upbeat tempo in his life.
3: Man, Yuri Huddler needs to find some way. To settle his ass down, and I'm going to report
1: that on the Michigan Sports Truth Week in Review, episode 285, with either Frank Vazner and or with both or either Frank Vazner and or Buck Geno filling in for Ed Smith, who is out again due to private
3: personal reasons, the same private personal reasons, undisclosed. Ed Smith and I put together a two-hour and change, episode 284, and... Louis, so I need to message that episode to you on Spreaker and you need it you really need to hear this sometime. Huh. Thanks. <laughs> yep. So that's the story <coughs> of Yuri
1: Hoodler. Pistons uh, transitioning to pro basketball preseason, open up, their, open up their preseason at Little Caesars Arena by blowing a big lead at halftime and losing to the Charlotte Hornets 108 to 106. Their defense let let down completely in, in the entire second half, while Andre Drummond actually hit six of eight from the free throw line. Quite honestly.
3: He just couldn't do. He just couldn't do the deep all the defense by himself. Somehow, and the Pistons ending up blowing it. Still, they're still a mediocre team on defense. They're, they can bring the offense, but. Got to play better defense as a team, I'm, and I'm not going to single out other players like Reggie Jackson, Bolvan Marianovic, or whoever Stanley Johnson. And I got a got a guest coming up later
1: on at eleven thirty. It's uh Schlazner from Urinating Tree. Uh um, it's actually a YouTube user
3: organization that um talks a talks a lot of uh, cold hard truth especially the negative truth about every
1: single team in sports. Just hasn't co- just haven't seen him
3: cover the NBA yet, but he's covered baseball, football and hockey. He he did a video that the Detroit Red Wings decline and fall of an empire.
1: And Lois, I think I uh, messaged that video to you from YouTube, didn't I?
3: I believe
2: you do. I just haven't had a chance to uh, see it yet.
3: Yep. Okay. He says he's going to come in at, like, 1130 or so, so... We're going to keep an eye on the chat window and
1: wait for him to come. Pistons host the
3: Atlanta Hawks at Little Caesars Arena Friday at 7. Also, um, the Michigan Wolverines have dismissed defensive back Nate Johnson Sophomore, a sophomore defensive back Nate Johnson, after his domestic violence arrest, so the Wolverines are going to are going to miss him anyway because he was part of uh, the number one defense, the, the top ranked defense in the nation. Oh, that's a that's such a shame that
1: the Wolverines had to lose a, a valuable secondary defender to an arrest due to domestic violence. It's and Ed Smith pointed out there was a zero tolerance zero tolerance policy
3: issued by by the University of Michigan Athletic Department. <clears throat> so while we wait, I'm going to – Lewis, I'm going to give you like 10 minutes or
1: so. Plus, right. uh plus Plus change before urinating Shaz- Schlazer from Urinating Tree uh, calls in.
2: Okay. I'll start off with the um, with the layer scores first. The Patriots are now leading the Buccaneers sixteen to seven, five thirty six to go in the fourth quarter. Brady has three hundred yards passing and one touchdown. Doug Martin has thirteen uh, rushing carries on seventy four yards and one touchdown, and Braden Cooks has eighty seven receiving yards. You know, it looks like they're going to be back on track. Ah, uh, well. Uh right now, North Carolina State is leading Louisville thirty-two to 17, 32 to nineteen in the fourth quarter with six thirty-four to go. It is the first of the NHL hockey season. Uh we won't check the standings tonight, but we will do the scores here. Avalanche beat up on the Rangers four to two. Valamar had thirty-seven shots. Oh my goodness. Uh no contest here between the Blackhawks and the Penguins. It's now 9-1. Do we even really want to do we even really care? <laughs> no. Uh scoreless now between the Flyers and the Kings, uh 150 to go in the first period. At the end of the first, the Coyotes lead the Ducks 2-1. Pass Mac uh gets the Bruins past the Predators four to three. Uh Doolin, uh, leads the Canes past the Sabers, three to two, in a, in a shootout—the first shootout of the season in the National Hockey League. Also, the speaking of shootouts, the Capitals beat the Senators five to four. Uh, didn't say who had the shots or not, and the Red Wings over the Wild, four to two. All right. So while we don't have the uh, standings because it's new in the season, I have another idea. Why don't we check tomorrow's schedule? It's a light one, but nevertheless, I feel it's necessary to do. And it goes like this. Tomorrow's games, only two, as Arizona takes on Anaheim and Philadelphia will take on Los Angeles. In NBA news, before I get to the... I'll do the scores first here. Uh, a couple of finals here. As Orlando uh, creamed on Dallas, 112-89. to The Nets over Miami... 107.88 and a half. It's the Blazers over the Raptors, 62-52. And Houston just swaps over, I think it's uh, Shanghai, 144-82. I, was I wasn't going to say Shanghai. I thought it was uh, Serbia, but um, I was wrong. Speaking of uh, NBA news, Toronto Raptors guard Norman Powell has agreed to a four-year, $42 million extension, league sources told ESPN on Thursday. The deal, which doesn't start until next year, includes a player option on the fourth year, that according to league sources. Um, Powell has steadily developed into one of the league's best two young guards and is expected to play a significant role in Toronto's bid for an Eastern Conference Championship. Yeah, we'll see about that. It's too soon to tell like that. Oh, incidentally, uh, Finley has 367 passing yards and one touchdown. Hines has 97 rushing yards and 18 carries and two touchdowns. And Fitzpatrick has 134 receiving yards in the North Carolina State-Louisville game. I just thought I passed that along. And there will be big games coming up on Saturday. Hey, a tough break, though, for the um, Patriots as um, the Gronkinator, Rob Gronkowski, Um, is actually out of tonight's lineup because of a left thigh injury that the team announced. The Patriots star tight end was a late addition to the team's injury report yesterday and and was listed as a question mark for the game, or as you call it, everybody else calls it, questionable. He had not been listed on the injury report on either Monday or Tuesday. Gronkowski also did not also did not appear to be ailing when he met with reporters late Tuesday afternoon. He played in all 70 offensive snaps in Sunday's loss to the Panthers. And late Tuesday, he did not indicate his availability would be in question when he talked about the quick turnaround for tonight's game. Hmm. Shocking. Uh, Bad news for the Mets, though, as third baseman David Wright uh, Had a procedure on his lower back in Los Angeles today, just one month after having shoulder surgery. Oof. Uh, the Mets did not give a timetable for Wright's return for baseball activities. This procedure, uh, which is typically done to alleviate pressure on his back, comes about a month after he has, has surgery to fix the rotator cuff on his right shoulder. Throughout this entire rehab process, I had driven to get back on the field as quickly as I can. This is right in a statement. That's why I had shoulder surgery, and that's why today I understand and went back surgery to reduce the, reduce the risk of further issues going forward. Two surgeries behind, I hope to be able to be in a missed uniform as soon as possible. Well, now you'll have to wait till next season. Sorry. Oh, boy. If one injury wasn't enough, now you got to have two of them. Yeah, boy. Okay, uh, baseball news also. The Nationals will go with Steven Strasburg over Max, over Max Scherzer for Game 1 tomorrow as he has been batting with a, battling with a hamstring injury. Uh, Manager Dusty Baker did not mention who would start Game 2 and Game 3, although Scherzer would, was involved in a bullpen session uh, earlier today, and there is a chance he could pitch in game two, but I wouldn't place any bets on that. It remains to be seen. NFL took action against a Kansas City Chiefs fan who used a racial slur at Redskins uh, Terrell Pryor, and if they can identify the person, or the fan that is, he, will be, he or she will be banned from future NFL games. The league is reviewing all aspects of the incident that took place in Monday night's game. When this review has been concluded, they will make a decision. It is said by NFL spokesperson Joe Lockhart, saying that there is no place for this type of abuse in the league, or for that matter, in any sport. Panthers quarterback Cam Newton lost out as a spokesman job for Dannon after a comments he made at a female reporter and saying the company can no longer work with him. A spokesperson for the company, Michael. Newworth said in a statement that he was disheartened at behavior that comments were made toward reporter Jordan Rod Reed, who felt that the comments were sexist and degrading towards all women. But you know what? As much as I don't condone uh, what he did, I think the reporter's question was a little was a little offbeat. And, you know, as a reporter, they also have to watch what they say and how they say it, so it doesn't come out, you know, offensive on their part, so in actuality, I think they were both wrong on um, this, not just Newton, but the reporter as well because you really do have to watch your questioning so um, and um, that, that's, that's the way I look at it uh, Yankees started sunny gray tonight for game one, which I think might have been a mistake, and we'll start CeCe Sabathia for game two, and don't look now, but Tanaka looks like to be starting in game of three. Well, there goes the neighborhood, folks. I think we're in trouble. Because Tanaka, you know, he is, he has struggled a lot in the season, and I think it could happen, you know, in the playoffs. Uh, Arizona beat the Rockies 11-8 yesterday, and we'll meet the Dodgers tomorrow. You uh, the pitching uh, the pitching matchup for both pitchers was kind of rocky, as I expected. A slugfest, not a pitcher's duel. What can I tell you? And WNBA finals concluded last night as the Minnesota Lynx beat the LA Sparks 86-75, giving them their fourth championship in seven years. Very impressive. Uh, NBA general managers overwhelmingly chose the Golden State Warriors to win the NBA championship this season by an overwhelming margin of 93%. That's the highest margin since a survey came into effect 16 years ago. Survey said, sorry, uh, NASCAR driver Danny Hemlin said that NASCAR drivers deserve pay equal to the NFL and looking for the eight or nine figure salary that feels there's a huge difference, especially since drivers who risk their lives and don't get paid enough because they get just as much injuries. In fact, probably even more serious than football players. I mean, you've seen the crashes on television with the NASCAR races. I mean, you know, that's not just a little, you know, slip on the track. That was a very serious injury. The crash in the walls and the crash in the drivers, you know, I think maybe he has a point uh, to get paid more because, you know, they, they suffer a great deal of damage when they get injured. So, uh, I may have to agree with him on that. Um, how are we doing with um, the guest? Is he coming on yet?
3: Yeah, we're still waiting. I'll
2: okay, I'll, okay, I'll continue. Uh, women's soccer player um, Alex Morgan and members of the Orlando City Express were removed by police at Epcot Center on Sunday for trespassing and a report from Orange County Sheriff's Office said an argument had broken out at a restaurant. A deputy sheriff reported that, written that the report, they were being very disturbing at a restaurant and that they were being, being very loud towards towards staff while guests were involved. Oh, boy. Nope. Well, Chris Paul, Kamala, Kamala Anthony, and Paul George made their preseason debut for the Thunder last night, but it was, shall we say, less than spectacular. Buffalo Sabres, Senator Jack Axel, signed an eight-year deal worth $80 bucks. That's the largest contract in the franchise's team history. $80 million from the Buffalo Sabres. Who do you think you are, Dominic Hasek? Please. NBA All-Star Game dumps the East-West format. Instead, it'll be two captains who will select teams without regards to what conferences they play in. The players who win the fan vote will choose the team captain. The new system allows players from each conference to play against each other and allow teammates to face off. Starters will be picked first. Really good. The Morris brothers, Marcus and Raquel, are found not guilty of an assault on a former acquaintance out, that was outside a high school basketball game in Phoenix in January of 2015. Um, these accusations that the accuser, Eric Hood, was beaten up by three was by, by three people with help from, from the Marcus brothers. That turned out to be a big lie. Bears linebacker Danny Turvan has his suspension reduced to one game for his hit on Devontae Adams that put him in the hospital last Thursday and had to be taken out by a stretcher. I think you've got got to be crazy. I think he deserved at least two-game suspensions. I mean, they get a cut down from a hit like that, I saw the replay, and whether it was intentional or not, that was a vicious hit. And, I, you know, depending on the severity of the hit, it does determine how much you should get suspended. But from what I saw... I really think he did deserve more than one game. So, uh, but then again, that's just my that's just my opinion. Um, Aaron Judge has the best-selling rookie jersey of all time, top Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo in sales. They are based on the MLB Shop from opening day to the final day, just last season, uh, th- just this past Sunday. Excuse me. Uh, Gary Sanchez, a fellow Yankee also made the list, but in the top 20, not in the top 10. Clayton Kershaw and Bryce Harper rounded out the top five. Oh, what a shock. Uh, Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger was not pleased by the temper tantrum of Antonio Brown during last Sunday's loss to the Bengals as he flipped the Gatorade bucket and ignored the coordinator, Todd Haley, as the coach tried to calm him down. But Brown went on his... Yeah, Brown went on to say he is a player with passion and was just following the read of the Ravens season, of the Raiders coverage. Yeah, he's just an overexcited guy, you know, but he does have to be careful. Brown's coach, Hugh Jackson, says there's no point in hiding that Cleveland is, of course, a horrible team. It's a horrible team. After Stunning's loss, they're now two and twenty nine. In their last 31 games, a record that's only been matched by the Houston Oilers and the 2009 Detroit Lions have done worse. Kyle Irving and Gordon Hayward made their preseason debut for the Lakers on October 2nd, and it turned out to be a pretty pretty decent
1: following. So,
2: and the NBA season begins on October 18th, and I am looking forward to it.
1: Uh, All right. Well, looks like
3: Urinating uh, Tree is about to come on here. He just he just got to me on Twitter, and um, he says he says he sh- he should be able he should be able to talk.
1: And i uh, I sent him the before I sent him the article about uh Chris Illich uh, Kelly Illich telling friends that Chris Illich will sell the Tigers and the Red Wings.
3: And uh he was not shocked about it. He he actually already understood it. Cause, um he, he did them he did all the homework about uh Chris Illich and Steve Eiserman
1: Eiserman's not coming home. He and chris uh have some kind of some kind of difference some, some
3: kind of big differences going on but uh, yeah yeah uh, schlazer from at urinating
1: tree is typing it his next message,
3: yeah,
1: he, yep, he he asked for the number, so I'm gonna type it in.
3: Yep, so I uh, gave him the
1: number and the call ID, 141123, followed by the pound key, 724-444-7444 is the number to call,
3: the call ID is 141123, followed by the pound key. And he says he will call right now. Cool. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to introduce
1: the uh, creator of the Detroit Red Wings decline and fall of an empire video. Also, the uh, the shitting on on all all the uh, NFL teams and NHL teams and MLB teams
3: on his YouTube channel, Urinating Tree. I believe Schlazer is his real name, I guess, but uh he, he is pretty damn good at what he does. He he does all the homework. And uh, it's it's full of criticism,
1: almost like almost like Jeff Moss of the Detroit Sports Rag. Hmm.
3: And I find out I find Urinating Tree
1: very interesting. I I found on his his video. I first I first found his channel when I, when I first when I viewed. That, that Detroit Red Wings de- decline and fall of an empire video on YouTube from the DSR group,
3: the Detroit Sports Rag group. That's what DSR stands for. And Urinating Tree has a Twitter handle, at Urinating Tree Schlazer is his is his display name? Yeah, he said he will call now, but we're not getting him yet. Yeah. Once again, this is episode three forty-four of the Michigan Sports Troop
1: Postgame Edition on Talk Show. Taylor Phillips, Lois Tenor, my national sports reporter. Follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. Like and share the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page
3: and join its Facebook group. Um, also the Indians shut, Yanke- Indian
1: shut out the Yankees the Indians shut out the Yankees four nothing in game one.
3: Of the ALDS at Progressive Field. Here he is. Oh come on! There we go. We got him on uh, Schlazer at Urinating Tree.
1: Welcome. Hey, uh, I first I I first found out that video, Schlazer, uh, of the Detroit Red Wings Decline and Fall of an Empire in the DSR Group, the Detroit Sports Rag Group, and I I I, I thought I thought uh, it it I thought it was uh, factual and hilarious at the same time. And it, it and uh, Ken, Ken Holland used to be used to be great in the late '90s and the early 2000s, and mm-hmm. and then w- when the when the Red Wings lost in '09 in the Cup final, they they started to decline. But but uh, that's tipping point number one. Tipping point number two, like you pointed out,
3: yeah, the, the Red Wings Eisen. organization
1: ch- jumped the shark by uh, when uh, Steve Eisman wanted to become the GM. But uh, Mike uh, or Mike Ilitch wanted to offer Steve Eiserman the GM position and Holland, the, uh, Holland no. the president position, and Holland just Holland refused to do that. He wanted to stay the GM and play the fiddle and be stubborn and keep, and uh, remain try to remain the best by staying the course throughout all those years. And the, the Red Wings kept declining and falling. And and, the, and their streak was, and their playoff streak was over.
0: I think the big issue there too was also they were so desperate to keep the streak alive, or at least Holland was, that he keep bringing in all these um, extra guys. You know, like your David Leguans and your uh, your Eric Coles, who end up getting injured like a day before. Um, it, it, they went against like what Detroit made great, and I think like what when I think Detroit, like I've always had a lot of respect for the way they did things in the mid two thousands, and I'm saying this. Uh, growing up a fence fan, Like, I had a lot of respect for what they did. I had a lot of respect for their development, their scouting, their uh, drafting, the way they, you know, they pluck, like, a Tatsuk or Zetterberg or Holmstrom and blossom them and turn them into these the two-way machines that have really, like, guided Detroit into their um, their reign, per se. And I think, like, I can have sympathy for uh, Ken Holland because I've seen it, too, with Craig Patrick. Like, in the early 90s, that dude was a dynamo. He... Made great moves, he made great free agent signings, and then come around early two thousands, mid two thousands. It was a combination of being bankrupt, but at the same time he kept like that stubborn mentality of when he was great. And it hurt him. Like he tried to roll like four scoring lines and like there was no talent in the system. The drafting was awful, the development was god awful. Um it was like the sort of the situation that the Red Wings are kind of in now, but except the Pens were bankrupt and on the verge of
1: moving. But and here's the cherry on top of the shit Sunday, Ken Holland still didn't even care if it hurt him or not. He he's still he's still stubborn. He and he still is not giving up on trying to reach the playoffs again by signing Trevor Daly, but not to mention uh, Thomas Vanek, who was actually uh, obviously not not mentioned in, in the video, but uh, still he he was traded traded the Florida Panthers in the last trade deadline with the Re- Red Wings mm-hmm. uh, top. Uh, after the Red Wings got him, he scored like plenty of goals, but the Red Wings were were bottoming out finally and it was time to it was finally time for them to sell. They had no choice but to deal Vanek to the Florida Panthers for uh, a a third draft pick, right? A third round draft pick. And Dylan McElrath, a defenseman who didn't Well McElrath
0: make... had like a pedigree, but he's never developed. Like he I remember like hearing a couple years ago he was supposed to be like the replacement for, like, Girardi or Stahl in New York, and then he just, like, got claimed off waivers from Florida, and then it just, like, it turned into this hot
1: potato thing. But it looks like he just, like, stalled out. I know. It's, this, is, this is just another example of uh, why Ken Holland, how Ken Holland was selling the wrong way. Before that, and, he was buying the whole time. Mm-hmm. And
0: I don't think he knows how to sell. Like, look at Trevor Daly. Like, that is something you, like, get is maybe like, oh, Trevor Daly, and even as a Penn guy, like, you can notice, like, he was starting to taper off a bit last year. And, like, he's starting to decline. He's a guy that's based on speed. Once his legs go, he's done. And it's with yeah. Daly, like, I the Red Wings really don't need him, per se, because you already have Mike Green. And they're both uh, nearly the same player. Very mobile, two-way. Um, like, like they like to, like, um,
1: very... Mike Green obviously, obviously got four points tonight in a 4-2 win tonight for, for the Red Wings over the Minnesota Wild. I, I haven't get, been able to pay attention to that game. I am too busy watching
0: the Penguins get absolutely massacred in Chicago.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh boy, that was...
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know. I thought it was uh,
1: Last it was nine eighteen eleven the thirty and it was nine to one. Over the Oh well I was like
0: hearing on the radio when the I was game getting games? home from work, it was zero zero. And it's like okay, it's good, it's an Antoniemi goal. It's like okay, goal. And then that, and it's like three nothing's like what? And then literally it's like, like just left the gym, like it's like nine to one It's like uh Oh well, man. Like and the penguins still haven't won a game yet. Oh yeah, they I don't. I'm not panicking yet. Time, but... I have, I have issues with their defense. I think um, I was at the home opener. I mean, their D looks bad. I mean, they're letting a lot of entry into the crease. A lot of uh, left screening, and I mean, Murray has his issues too. Like offhand, uh, sorry, but um,
3: and then there's um, mm-hmm. yeah, yep, mm. Mm-hmm. Also, not to mention Steve
1: Ott, that, that just popped up. That was another guy that was not mentioned in the video, but Steve Ott only picked up, like, I, I don't know, just just a few points. Only one one goal, as far as I can remember, or one assist. That, that, that's, all, that's all he produced, and then he became the hit, the, one of, one of the, the assistant coaches for the St. Louis Blues. Yeah, and, I do remember seeing his name on there.
2: I
0: remember that. him being, like... A like a great agitator about five years ago, and then once again he fell off. And like, and that happens to all of us. I mean, look at what Another happened with example, how
1: Ken Holland blocks the younger players, like Andreas Athanasiu and Anthony Matha. Andreas Athanasiu, like, like I mentioned before, is still fucking off to Russia because they don't have the enough space to sign
0: him. Oh, yeah, and, and they, they just signed... David Booth to, like, a a deal, too. Like, why David Booth? That's another
1: roadblock right there. That's crazy. Like I mean, David
0: Booth hasn't played NHL hockey in two years.
1: I know. David Booth is done. (laughs) (laughs) He's already done it. He should have retired before that signing, period.
0: Hey, if he's going to get NHL minimum, some sucker's going to pay him. You know what? I'm going to run to the bank and do it. I do not blame David Booth at that once and for all. So, you know what? More power to him. He's the new Drew Miller.
1: The Red Wings have now become just a meaningless, uh, just a like a financial bank instead of a hockey team. For the veteran, especially for the veteran players who just want to pay their own personal bills and whatnot, and, and the Red and Wings to be, want to keep overpaying them. And, and then be fair, know, who's fault that? Like it's not money. their fault. It's
0: Ken Holland's fault because he overpaid it, it, to it, keep them core back together. Fault,
1: yeah. That's the point And the only yeah. way
0: you're going to get rid of that is by trading, like, you know, like, say you want to get rid of Erickson's contract for next year. Like, okay, we're going to trade him to somewhere. somewhere. Uh, you're going to have to dangle a Dylan Larkin or, worst case scenario, a Mantha to get rid of that contract. That's the only way.
3: Yeah, I, yeah. And uh,
1: Dylan, Dylan Larkin picked up a goal. Like I mentioned to my audience, Anthony Mantha, a goal and two assists. Uh, Marty Furk. A goal and it is just a rocket, it, putting the insurance camper on that. Yeah.
3: on that. And they also win.
0: lost FERC for a little bit, too, like right, to Carolina, and then they were able to reclaim him.
1: Wow. Lucky. Lucky,
3: <laughs> lucky,
0: lucky. Kind of. And to be fair, FERC wouldn't be on the roster if Appinese were there. Right. That's another thing you have to consider.
3: And, I think they're yeah, starting it's like. like it's,
0: it's, I was looking at it. Depth chart earlier isn't like Luke Witkowski a forward? Isn't Luke Witkowski a defenseman? Hmm. Let me look that up on the roster real quick.
3: I thought he was
0: uh, like like listed as a forward for whatever reason,
3: but like maybe I'm just like looking at a different fight or whatnot. But um, yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Luke, yeah, Luke Luke Witkowski is a
1: forward, a right winger. At six two two ten from Holland, Michigan.
3: Yeah,
0: I could have sworn he was a defenseman in Tampa Bay. So I don't get. That. Are they trying like a Buffalo thing where you like try him on the wing
1: and just hope he scores points? Because he was never a point scorer. Yeah, he evidently he is twenty twenty six years old, not that old, but still another road another roadblock that the younger players are being thrown at by Ken Holland. Man, too many robots. I mean, at
0: this rate, you may as well just throw Zvechnikov in, like, the top six. Or I don't know how he looked in training camp, but, I mean, you'd be better off doing
1: that. Yeah. So that, that's been the whole story. We'll see We'll see if the Red Wings actually still tank the rest of their 81 games in the regular season and fail to make the playoffs. Again, you're an eating – Thanks very much uh, for for being on here. I hope you have you a- again real soon. Uh, also, uh you going to do a video on the Detroit Tigers' failure of an era f- uh, from two thousand six <sighs> to 2017. Also, the Lions still sticking with Martha Ford as their owner and the Pistons still Pistons still like I don't I don't know uh being a mediocre team. They can't play defense. Andre Drummond was has been a horrible free throw shooter until last night when he it, the first game of the preseason, it it doesn't count, but it does, but it does matter. Preseason does matter. It carries over. He was six for eight from the free throw shooting line last night in a one hundred eight to one hundred six fall from ahead loss at, at Little Caesars Arena. Yeah, yeah. Both the Red Wings and Pistons play at Little Caesars Arena. In case you other people don't even know that yet. Yeah. Against speaking of court. Little
0: Caesars Arena, like it. it I'm trying to figure this out. Why are there a bunch of empty seats at the Red Wings home opener? Like, I noticed that on TV when I was glancing up. Like, is that just like people are too busy looking around, or is it like the corporate thing? Because you I figure can, a home opener in a brand-new stadium, you think it'd be a seller crowd.
1: I can I can think of it around a few reasons. Maybe people just wanted to take a look at it, or or maybe they haven't haven't exited the building or t- and wanted to take a look at other things during the game and then wanted to return to their seat otherwise some people just oh man it, the red wings aren't getting they, they think and inevitably through the first period the red wings aren't getting anything going offensively until that second period when they lit the lamp two times in that in that second period and four times total but um yeah there was there was still plenty of empty seats throughout the entire game at, after the beat the be the opening ceremony of the roster, and uh, Mike Ilitch and um, Dave Strader, the moment of silence, everything, etc. Hmm. Uh, people just want to remember what transpired when Mike Ilitch was their owner. And
0: yeah, I think I don't blame a you. A bunch guys. of old like, He's the guy that G. saved the Red Wings from oblivion. Like, yeah, you look like you know. I didn't really get into, you know, darkness with Harkness or anything like that, but I kind of referenced the early 80s, like in that bottom era. But, like, still, like, he brought you out from that to a perennial cup contender. So I think that's what people miss about him. Like, his passion for sports was infectious, and Chris Village does not have that. And, I mean, even as an outsider, like, looking at what he's doing, you know, like, look at, like, the Tigers. Like, they're just cutting everything down and rebuilding. I mean, we yeah, are. i already Yeah, they it. are,
1: yeah. Not to mention they got rid of Brad Osmus finally Princess Juliet, Brad Asmus.
0: I've heard know. like he wasn't that good. <laughs> but <laughs> no. as I said, at least it's never not the won pirates. He not a playoff
1: but... game. He doesn't a playoff he
0: hasn't game. He not
1: want a playoff game. And in 2015 and 2017, oh my God, did they ever tank? And finally, they seventeen
0: got the was disappointing. Match. You expected them; that was their last year of competition, and they just extremely like extremely terrible.
1: Ooh. Yeah, except they failed every time. Losses, but they still I
0: mean, got the Mickey match. Cabrera cannot like bounce back, that's that's gonna be ugly. That contract.
3: Yeah, you think, I think like you your locator so
0: and I, your Erickson yeah. contracts are bad. Just wait until that. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I want you to do a video on your YouTube channel of the Tigers, how they how they failed from 2006 to 2017 when uh, Jim Leland came along and built the team together. They still failed to win the World Series not once, but twice when they got to the World Series.
3: No, they lost the miserably and the in five games to the Cardinals and four games to the Giants. Yeah, they got uh... a... <laughs> yeah, and that... And then, uh, they, and then, uh, I, I remember
1: first like, first, didn't like, um, Illich fired Dombrowski because he tried to like do everything and
0: rebuild, but like, Illich was like in that deep boy now mode? Yeah, and then, and
1: then, and then Mike Illich from, at, or when Mike Illich started health, having health problems, Chris Illich took over and, and, uh, kept Alavilla, promoted Alavilla as the GM. And Alavilla, by the end of 2015, decided to keep Brad Osmus. For the 2016 season, and then given the option at the Tigers, after the Tigers fell one game short of the, play, the postseason, when they should have tanked, in my view, and and Al, Al Avila kept saying Brad Ausmus has done a good job until the Tigers finally tanked in 2017. It was it was uh, Brad Ausmus should have been fired three years ago. Because uh, he never, he, the Tigers got swept by the Baltimore Orioles in the ALDS in three games. And because Brad Osmus was a bad in game decision maker, and he told me he wasn't that good. You were right. His in game decision making has been terrible, and he's not a good, he's uh, a horrible human being as well. He, we, we remember his incidents back in 2002. He uh, called a Flight, a female flight attendant, the c-word, and then just on August twenty-fourth, two thousand seventeen, in the Tigers-Yankees brawl, Brad Osmus said "fu" to Brett Gardner. Brad Ausmus still act, acts like like a like a vulgar teenager.
3: Still acted like a vulgar <laughs> teenager by by the prior to the time of his firing.
1: Yeah, your uh, your audio is warbling here, but
3: uh, yeah, it's still warbling. But but yeah, it,
1: but yeah, um, yeah, I I would like you to I would like you to do a video on the Tigers uh, some sometime soon. Because uh, the, the Tigers and the Red Wings need a, both need, a, need separate new owners. It's, it's time for Chris it's to sell them both to the highest bidder.
0: But yeah, Unfortunately, like, I, I, you showed me that article. Like, I honestly, I wouldn't blame you one bit. Like, Chris does not have the passion for sport that Mike did. Like, I think he just wants to cash out. It's like, the same yeah. thing, you know, like, with the Bears once Virginia McCaskey dies. Like, those, the hair kids are selling that fast. So it's one of those things like who, who do you really sell it to? Like I mean obviously they're going to stay in Detroit because they have a brand new arena and like a lease
1: contract, but oh, of course who would yeah, be a yeah, candidate? They have to stay in Detroit regardless of, of whoever owns it. They Yeah, we yeah, the, the state of Michigan needs needs professional sports teams like 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 uh, many other states in, in America. Mhm. Yeah, I mean, we I did one on we want on to too, them.
0: like Look at, like, a Buffalo situation where, like, they may have lost the Bills and the Sabres, even though they're, like, very frustrating teams. And, like, the and Sabres case, there. they were a clown show. And the Bills are doing a little better now, but still, like, I'm not, like, super sold on them. But still, it's, like, it's, a, it's an identity point. And that's why you've got to relate to something like, you know, the Chargers. Like, Dean Spanos, like, going to, like, Los Angeles on a whim. And it's turned into a complete disaster. I mean, total disaster. (laughs) Like, if you look at the past week, look at the headlines that have gone on. TARP on a 30,000-seat stadium, a stadium full of, like, opposing fans, Uh, stadiums that are like the FAA allows, like, um, (laughs) airplanes criticizing Dean Spanos to fly above the stadium because it's a stadium under 30,000 people. It's just – it's been a complete disaster. Oh, man. And they chase out. the money, yeah. and it's just like it's it's awful. And personally, I enjoy Schadenfreude because it was a stupid decision. But even I could not have imagined that it would turn out this bad. guy like God, like they might they may move him back to San Diego by force. It's
1: all about the money,
0: as Vince McMahon would say. <laughs> of course, it's it's money. I mean, that's the only reason why like they I moved it. Being I mean Spanos, his value of his team raises by a couple hundred million dollars. That's the only reason why he moved it.
3: Yeah. Greed. And it's
0: like I think people are seeing through that shit. And that's why like ratings are down, like attendance is down. It's not because of like any social protests, it's because people see through the shit. They like, people see like like the utter robbery that like people yeah. like certain owners are treating like their cities.
1: I mean look at C. Kind of like a little Caesars Arena, like like we pointed out, the empty seats. Yeah. Yeah, the ra- yeah, the ratings like like on Fox Sports Detroit. For for all for for all our teams, especially the Tigers. Oh, I mean,
0: uh, same thing happened with the Pirates this year too. Oh, they were awful. Oh, Attendance ratings—they have,
1: oh, have tanked.
0: They have oh, tanked.
1: Yeah, and they
0: extended the GM and the owner too. So like or the GM and the <laughs> manager too, and it's like, oh, God fucking God. kill me. Yeah, it's awful. And and, and Detroit is not alone, folks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trust me, it's Oops. not just you guys. And I, it, it's and people think like Pittsburgh's arrogant. The Pirates are a penance for dealing with the insufferability of Steelers and Penguins fans.
1: We get the Pirates. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much all we wanted to talk about for tonight. Uh, th- thanks very much again. So, so much for being here. Uh, hope to talk to you soon. Hey, go, go do that video on the Tigers, uh, pretty, pretty soon. And, uh, I, I like to get some feedback on that too. Get some rest.
0: Oh yeah, definitely, man. I'm glad I could talk today, man.
1: Glad to get yeah, on, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Also like my Facebook page, the Michigan Sports Truth. Listen to my podcast, share with your friends and family. Spread the word. Definitely, I'll, man. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll spread the word on your, your, uh, your uh youtube channel too
0: like are we on live now or is it just like oh. is this just like pre-recorded
1: oh this oh this is live actually
0: huh. oh yeah. i mean i i know that sounded awkward saying it like that but but yeah, oh, yeah I mean, I, definitely
1: well yeah th- yeah thanks very much yep absolutely well, uh glad to have no, you no on. Problem.
3: take care you too, dude. Take
0: care. Yep. Nice, hey, uh, Thanks. Hope to talk to you again soon. Yep. Definitely. Take care, guys. Yep. Thanks. Thanks.
2: I got a few more notes here before I hand it over to you. Uh, we have a filing here. The Patriots hold off the Buccaneers. Unfortunately, uh, the final score is nineteen to fourteen, and the final stats are like this. Jameis Winston passed for three hundred and thirty-four passing yards and one touchdown. I'm sickened already. Doug Martin had 74 rushing yards on 13 carries and one touchdown. And rookie sensation Deshaun Jackson had 106 receiving yards. Sickening. Just absolutely sickening. I got a college smile here for you. Uh, NC State handles Louisville easily, 39-25. Ryan Finley had 367 passing yards and one touchdown. Uh, Hines. 102 rushing yards on 18 carries and two touchdowns. And Dez Fitzpatrick, 134 receiving yards. Huh, how interesting. Oh, and um, the final score, the Blackhawks just annihilated the Penguins 10-1. to Pure embarrassment. Wow. All right. Um, I have one more note here concerning um, the Marlins and new CEO and partial owner Derek Jeter. Um, There was rumors that there would be changes in the front office. However, now he seems to have a change of heart as he may not be making changes in the front office. Uh, Previously, he he was intending to fire four key members, Andre Dawson, Tony Perez, Jeff Cornine, and Jack McKeon. Jeter had spoken to what I call the Core Four and informed all members that he did not want to fire them and said he was interested in retaining them in their current roles. The change comes one day after Jeter and owner Bruce Sherman, the team's controlling owner, and spoke about the purchase of the Marlins worth, right, for this, $1.2 billion. And as the saying goes, what a difference a day makes. And apparently, it does. Even in the sports world. <laughs> uh, Alright, and Altuve three home runs in the A-2 thrashing of Houston over the Red Sox. Oh, good. Game two tomorrow. And remember, one game does not a series make, so there is time for Boston to catch up. Hopefully, they won't. And with Nunez out, to could be even better. All right, uh, my notes are complete, so now I'll turn it back over to you.
1: Thanks very much, Lewis. God, um, man, that was a heck of an interview between me and Urinating yeah. Tree, we laid down sure. the truth about about the Red Wings, especially, and, and even the Tigers, too, and especially Chris Illich. Again, it's, it. it's time for separate new owners to take over on day-to-day operations for the Tigers and Red Wings.
2: Apparently so.
1: And like Urinating Tree pointed out, Chris Illich does not have a passion for sports. And it shows uh, that can be a problem.
3: Oh, no. two more,
2: two more hockey scores uh, in progress. Uh, the Kings now lead the Flyers one nothing in the second period, seven forty-seven to go. And the Coyotes are leading the Ducks, their five eighteen to go in the second period, 4-2-1. Okay.
1: All right, that's going to do it for episode three forty-four of the Michigan Sports Truth game Edition on Talk Show. A jam-packed episode thereof. We will uh, be back for episode 345 tomorrow night at 11 unless I'm working a double because then, then I'd have to fly solo even later at night.
3: Right. So
1: so until then, for Lewis Tenor, I'm Taylor Phillips. Follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. Like and share the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page. Also, subscribe to the Urinating Tree YouTube channel and join the michigan sports truth facebook group
3: ttfn Tata for now bon appetit with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are
1: gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time (gasps)